Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Retired College Athletes Podcast, a podcast designed to inspire and inform current and former athletes using stories and advice from retired college athletes. I'm your host, Sydney Umeri, and on today's solocast, we are tackling the topic of PTSD for athletes. This is a huge, huge topic, and there's so much to go over, so let's go ahead and jump right in. So today we'll be reviewing an article from the British Journal of Sports Medicine. In particular, we'll be looking at the post-traumatic stress disorder and other trauma-related mental disorders in elite athletes, a narrative review. For those who do not know, PTSD stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. In this paper, the authors are tackling the idea that elite athletes may experience more PTSD than the general population. In this paper in particular, they define elite athletes as professional athletes, Olympic athletes, and collegiate athletes. And so they found that 8.7% of the general population has dealt with PTSD, whereas 13% of the cohort of nationally ranked athletes that they used in this study suffered from PTSD. So kind of stepping away from the study, I know that in my experience as a college athlete, I had a a few mental health struggles. And I know that that's not uncommon for a lot of athletes. Mental health, of course, is becoming a bigger topic of conversation. And what I love about this study in this paper is that it opens up the door for discussion on how what is experienced in athletics can cause PTSD in athletes. What I found most in looking through this journal is that much of the PTSD stemmed from injuries, meaning that if an athlete experienced an injury that they deemed traumatic, they have a higher chance of suffering from PTSD. This could be anything from tearing your ACL to any injury that has a longer recovery time or a tumultuous recovery time in the sense of maybe multiple surgeries, loss of mobility, and things like that. What I found most interesting in this is that it's not just the athletes themselves that go through the injuries that may suffer from PTSD in the long run. It's also the witnesses of the injury. So coaches can also suffer from PTSD, watching a gruesome injury, as well as teammates. Some of the symptoms of PTSD in athletes are inconsistency in athletic performance, increased avoidance of the specific sport, but in particular in the location where the traumatic event took place. From this journal, I found that three really common side effects or symptoms of PTSD that is seen in athletes are compartmentalization, disassociation, and adaptive perfectionism. In this study, they deemed compartmentalization as learning to subconsciously place simultaneous experiences in separate psychological spaces. Oftentimes in athletics, you are praised for compartmentalization. I think the biggest way that I saw this happen in my career was if you were having a bad day at school or something in your life was going wrong, your coaches would ask you to compartmentalize and leave all of that off the court. You can pick it back up once you're done on the court. And as I mentioned, this is a tactic used by elite athletes to keep their sporting life away from the rest of their life, but often requires athletes to live in irreconcilable conflicts with themselves and not be able to face the post-traumatic stress that they're dealing with. The other one is disassociation, used to distract from internal feelings of pain or fatigue. Again, this is something that is highly praised in athletics. So you need to disassociate the pain that you're feeling from what you're currently going through. Take your mind somewhere else, but don't fully be present in your internal feelings. 
And then adaptive perfectionism. This is defined as deriving satisfaction from intense effort and tolerating imperfection without self-criticism. Of the three, this seems to be the healthiest way that athletes cope with PTSD. But with that said, in this study, they did find that perfectionism and PTSD have significant correlation because rumination imperfection is the problem. While this study goes on to talk about more than just PTSD, in particular, they mention acute stress disorder. I found this to be really interesting because of two things. One, injury is one of the biggest causes of PTSD in athletics. And two, that a lot of the things that we are taught as athletes mask PTSD, which is compartmentalization, disassociation, and adaptive perfectionism. Ultimately, they're not saying that athletes necessarily have a higher rate of post-traumatic stress disorders. They're saying that athletes may have a higher rate of PTSD and other trauma-related disorders. I cannot lie, when I started reading this journal, I really thought that this would be covering a lot more of the emotional side of sports, where it covers maybe coaches' neglect, the issues that toxic sports culture can cause in its athletes and things like that for injury to be a big part of post-traumatic stress disorder. This makes me think a lot more about how injured athletes need support. And it also makes me think a lot more about how athletes that have ended their career due to injury, having to take medical leave from their sport, possibly need more support. With that said, I wanted to make this solo cast to shed light on the fact that PTSD in athletics does exist. It's nice to see that this journal brings the data behind that. And that without actually physically doing anything as an athlete, outside of injury, a lot of what causes PTSD is our actual mindset as athletes. There's a lot of work to be done to make sure that athletes are in a better space mentally. And I hope that as more research like this comes out, universities, coaches, and other organizations that work with young athletes and professional athletes will work to support their athletes in the best way possible because we know how important mental health is and we should take it that seriously. So with that said, this was just a brief overview, like super, super brief overview of this journal. You can look forward to a video coming out on YouTube about this journal where I dive more in depth about what this is all about, a little bit more about what they're talking about and things like that. If you're interested in reading the journal, I will leave a link of where you can find it. I do think it is a good read if you have the time Also, I wanted to mention that if you are an athlete that feels as though you are suffering from PTSD due to what you experienced in athletics, I want to encourage you to seek out help if you have not already. Seek out a counselor, psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever will work best for you. But I do think that this is something that you should take seriously. Your mental health is so important. You are so important. And I think it is in your best interest to seek out professional help. With that said, I would love to know if you guys can identify with what was spoken on today in today's solo cast and in this journal. Please feel free to hit me up on Instagram. You can go to the Retired College Athletes Instagram page and DM me there. I'd love to have a conversation about this and just get your thoughts. Let's go ahead and hop into housekeeping. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to today's podcast. If you would like to get more involved in the RCA community, feel free to follow us on social media. We are most active on Instagram and on YouTube. There will be a video coming out later today, not necessarily on this topic, but 
on retired college athletes in the transition out of sport. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy this podcast and you find that it is helpful and gives out great information, then there are four different ways that you can support us. Please consider subscribing, leaving a review and sharing this podcast episode as well as giving to our Patreon. Patreon allows us to put out better and more consistent content and you can give to us on a recurring basis or just as a one-time gift. But in return, you get exclusive bonus content. With that said, thank you so much for checking out today's episode. If you haven't listened to our Monday interview, feel free to go back and listen to that. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week.